You're listening to DraftKings Network. This is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, but nah, you do it. <laughs> yes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Welcome to the Cooligans, everybody. This is yet another crossover episode with our homies, the great Total Soccer Show. Say what's up, guys. Hello. What's up, guys? Yeah, baby. <laughs> There it is. Okay. Uh, Thank you for adding. You're welcome for that. (laughs) Thank you for adding great to our Oh, no, you guys are the best. Um, If you don't know who they are. These uh, are are the guys uh, from Soccer 101. It's an honor to probably have them on for the first time. (laughs) It's true. It's a hot new podcast. (laughs) Just to show we support new podcasts. (laughs) You know, these young guys. A couple of upstarts. (laughs) A couple of street toughs trying to make their life correct. (laughs) If you don't know who they are, it's Daryl Grove, Taylor Rockwell. The homies. I, I know you're looking at questions right now on your yeah. phone, but it looks for all the world like you were reading your notes. Like they are <laughs> Daryl Grove and Taylor Rockwell. It's so cute that you think I ever have notes. <laughs> so Daryl's the English one. Taylor's the one who sounds like he shouldn't be in a room with us because he's young. <laughs> so we got a couple questions that we're going to ask. We do this like little Q and A thing. We're in Orlando right now. That's right. Sweating. All of our balls off. It is very <laughs> hey, hey, do not speak for my balls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and also, they're not falling off because they're stuck to our legs. It's so human. <laughs> so system human works. It's system okay. works. They figured it out. So, uh, <laughs> clearly, this is part two. This is clearly <laughs> our Cooligans we'll podcast. We'll give it away. Yeah. yeah. Um, we went balls first. If you didn't listen to part one, listen to the Total Soccer Show so you can understand why my voice sounds like Taylor Rockwell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor. Daryl kicked him in the throat in part one. <laughs> He's getting real aggro. <laughs> so keeping uh, the competition down. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we had a, a bunch of great questions uh, that we took on Twitter, uh, and we're gonna uh, continue that with some Twitter questions and some Gully Squad we questions. Got some Gully Squad. So let, shout out to Gully Squad. Yo, join Gully Squad right now. Go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. Exactly. So go. Uh, so let's start with a Gully Squad question. Why not? Yeah. Um, all right. We got Abraham Apoti said Minnesota United fan. Great dude. Came great to our dude. live show. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. He was hanging out with us when we talked to uh, Miguel Ibarra. Do, yeah. we, do we get paid extra to answer Gully Squad questions? <laughs> sure. Uh, what, what's double the zero? supplemental thing. <laughs> Multiples of zero. If someone doesn't have an NWSL squad in town, should they pick the closest team to where they live, pick the team of their favorite U.S. women's national team player, or pick a winner and the hell to hell with proximity? Uh, start a campaign to get a team in your town. That's a great Great option. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that could especially if you have a stadium. Yeah, or if you're a billionaire. If yeah, you just happen sure. to be a billionaire. <laughs> I'm gonna throw some cold water on that one because I think like that that is a noble idea. But in if you're trying to keep the interest in NWSL alive and keep people who maybe just come to the world like from the World Cup and want to kind of follow the sport more. Encouraging them to then go start their own grassroots campaign might be a bit of an ask. So my answer is going to be too much work. Yeah, yeah, basically, like lot, I think yeah. if you've got casual people who just want to follow a team, I, I don't think they want to like start a movement as much as okay. like what's a team that I can watch on TV. Well, now we know which one of us works hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've always said or Taylor more is answers the, the question. I think <laughs> is is the better way. He also um, said or, so you could have your own option, which was 
start a campaign. There we All go. Right. I'm going to pretend I knew that. There we go. Um, <laughs> I, I would say we've we've had questions like this in the past. I would say don't pick a team based on your the favorite player because that player can move, and then yeah. now you have to choose a new team. Or I would just, say maybe or hop around now. Yeah, like this I think that's a bunch fine. Of different jerseys. That's yeah, kind of dope. Yeah, I think I mean you don't have to like pick one. Like I think it's it's a weird thing to be like a sports atheist and just watch a bunch of different teams and enjoy them all, but yeah. that would probably be my answer. And I think we've said yeah. this before about like picking a, a men's team is just sort of watch some games, see which team you find yourself gravitating towards for whatever reason, and then that can be your team. I yeah. don't think that that's that foreign of a of a of a of a suggestion because I think I don't have a German like a Bundesliga team. I just mm-hmm. kind of watch the games when they're on and yeah. I enjoy them for what they are. And I find myself rooting for the underdog more often than not, or I'll pick a team that clearly is going to get relegated to see if it's like fun. Like I did that with Pescara in Syria a couple years ago. Like I kind of enjoy that. I don't have a specific team in that league. So why not do that for the women's national team or the NWSL? Or just uh, support the team that Ali Krieger's on. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I think, our only real option. Yeah, right? yeah. I think it's best real, friend. Make it real simple. Yeah. Although we got to talk to her for hanging out with the ops last night. <laughs> I have a question about that. Yeah. So is it... What is it about Ali Krieger specifically? Because you also had Rose Lavelle on the show, right? Yeah. So yeah, why are you disrespecting Rose Lavelle? Yeah, why? No, we why, love Rose. You're the anti Rose Lavelle, exactly. Rose, yeah. we'll always have you on our show. Yeah, that's fine. Rose, uh, Not, we love you. Rose we by any other name. <laughs> we hate we hate food no. choices. Ali uh, Krieger is is one of the funniest human beings we've just ever met. Really? That's that's nothing more than that. As it as comedians, we hang out with comedians all the time. We know funny people, and I I was absolutely like. Uh, uh, like taken aback that she was this funny and could riff with us like soccer players usually have zero personalities right that's like <laughs> a big issue huge she's They're the like complete robots. opposite yeah. yeah she's a good player and also has a personality and also she you want to root for she's mm-hmm. a damn unicorn those don't exist <laughs> <laughs> could she could she sit she's at the table in the comedy unicorn. cellar with 100%, like Colin Quinn 100% 100% come on I'm not making that up 100% yeah, that, that's why we speak so highly of her we both of us legitimately left with like stars in our eyes. We were in awe yeah. of having spoken. I was genuinely. I, sometimes I like uh, watch your, clips. your voice cracking is making this so much more authentic. Why won't you come back? <laughs> She's real cool, guys. She's real cool. You you don't know her. She goes to another school. <laughs> <laughs> We've ruined Christian's authentic moment. Also, I'm at sorry. least his voice now matches that 16 year old face he had in his 30s. It's killing me. I'm looking like an old man. All right. Will Galvis Jr. asks What are the overall feelings of the MLS All Star match? Does it at times feel like the skills of our players fall short of the visiting team? Is it good for the culture of U.S. soccer or does it feel more like a money grabbing machine? So there's two different questions in there. Um, uh, well, three. How do you overall feelings? Do you think our players' uh, skills generally fall fat, flat against visiting teams? Fuck yeah, real fat. <laughs> Pretty hot and tempted. Um, or does it feel more like a money grab? I think it's more of an overall question. So, just what are your thoughts on MLS All Star? I mean, do we ever look good? It's not a money grab because they actually the league spends a bunch of yeah, money. They, they it's do, it's yeah. a marketing exercise, right? It's totally. to make the league look good. So it's not they're not making money from it unless they're thinking long term. We make money by making ourselves look important. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a. Uh, which is a really just, blunt way to say it, but like that's that's the basic sure. version of what an all star game is. Even for the NFL and the NBA, that's right? why it should yeah. be useful. But it's, yeah. there's really no other way to put it. And uh, you know, I'm sorry if there's any children listening, but it's a bit of a hand job for the sponsors. That's kind of what it is. It's they a do chance. that. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I've been a sponsor for years. Let me tell you, Alexi left our, our drinks yesterday because he had to go meet with some sponsors. Now I'm now I'm wondering Ooh. what that might have been. Now we know why he was in such a rush. Yeah. I, that's oh why he was so upset. He was wearing a white shirt. Uh, so <laughs> I think it's what it is. I think it's a, like if you notice, there's like special suites for the sponsors and there's yeah. special partner rooms. Yeah. So this yeah. is a chance for the sponsors to get to meet the players and the, that are the stars and and to get to meet the traveling team, the the big European club it's a chance for them to be like you know same thing happened at the women's national team parade um there was like a, a you know tag war tag Ewer, whatever it is oh the watches yeah, yeah, yeah. they had they had one coca-cola had their own float and we were jokingly like who are you we don't give a damn about you keep it going but it's like a chance that pepsi's like, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a chance for them to be it's like, not though it's hey, not you've, you've given us a lot of money here's a chance to go celebrate with us yes here's one of the, that is it, the right? benefits it, this that's all this is it's really impressive when the mls executives have to take on two sponsors at once with both hands but i feel also, like it's i feel like it's, it's again you listen to the cool again yeah, yeah. not the total soccer show you know what it's tough but i think it's uh, people just think it's just a little bit too hard to swallow so. <laughs> anyway he really want, needed to get that one out. I'll, I'll, I'll add though that like like before the we sponsor like before we went to the one in atlanta last year i didn't realize like how long this event is like what y'all yeah. got here saturday that's oh. when stuff started happening there was like the yacht christening that yeah, i keep yeah. not being they able did a to regatta that's There's what i'm the, saying is like there's so much other stuff that happens that I think for people who think it's a money grab, there might be this idea of like, oh, it's just this one game. They bring Atleti in. They try to make yeah. money off of it. And it's it's a very much a, what, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like five-day extravaganza of yeah, yeah. corporate sponsorship, but basically. But give them credit. Because they're not putting the MLS Cup in a neutral stadium, they can't plan it out as well. So True. this is their Super Bowl, if you will. Yeah. They can plan this for an entire year. So they jam oh, That's a good point. Yeah, it's all that. a boondoggle, basically, just for a chance – uh, for them to go out and be able to sort of drink with their sponsors and, and glad hand and all of that. And honestly, for us, it's an excuse to get together, right? Yeah, like, glad, hand. Yeah. glad hand. Um, <laughs> glad hand. <laughs> we don't necessarily glad hand each other. Yeah, like, we get, to, mean, meet up, we get to meet up with you guys and a bunch of other Now that you're, you're not drinking, we can. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and a load of other people in soccer media, so we all get together and yeah, glad hand. Yeah, I, I will say, I will say that it as many as much as we kind of don't know that we get as much out of all stars we did in the first few years. It's an opportunity for us to sort of all get together and all meet in one. It's almost like a conference for us. Yeah. So for that, I'm excited about it. And that's why I, I like being here. So, all right. Uh, and I would just like to cap it off by saying that Christian is wearing all white today. And I yeah. feel like given what you've just said about Alexi's uh, attire <laughs> yesterday, now I have questions. Hey. There's going to be some glad hands. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to do business. <laughs> I want you to see what you did. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the cool again, man. Jesus this Christ. isn't your grammar school podcast. <laughs> okay. Just listen to this one. I yes, he does. Yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, yes, no, we're talking. We're talking about high fives, Jack. <laughs> it's vague enough. It's yeah. all good. Uh, let, let's get a, a Twitter question, and this is from uh, Inside the Eighteen Goalkeeping Podcast. Mike Magic. Uh, it says, should Nick Romando start the All Star Game or come in late as a semi testimonial? What's a better send off for a legendary career? Start at center forward. Ooh. Ooh. I okay. said, give him a painting. So you want to lose to Diego Simeone? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it's that way he faces Diego Costa, right? I know. So, right? Yeah. They should just let him take part in the skills challenge. You mm-hmm. know, there's really no need to put him in the game. Wow. <laughs> Cold. Christ. Cold. Yeah, you want to send him upstate to a yeah. farm? <laughs> yeah. That's where he's going. <laughs> he's running around upstate, kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> just just saving Jesus. saving goals upstate <laughs> in I mean, a nice at field. At one point, we have to try to win one of these games. <laughs> well, what did it finish last year? Was it one one? Uh, they won on Paul Stars won on penalties, right? No, no, no. Uh, Juve won on penalties. That's oh, right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Juve won on penalties. There we yeah, go. And, same right. as, and the year prior against Real Madrid, you, uh, Real Madrid won on penalties as well. All right, let's do. All right, so we should just go for blood this time. <laughs> like, yeah. like really, just Play go super well, two footed. We, we went to the the Real Madrid uh, Atletico Madrid, Madrid uh, mm-hmm. friendly at MetLife Stadium. Not so friendly. Not so friendly at all. Mm-hmm. Diego Costa got a red card. Uh, with Carvajal, I think, also got a, a red card. Yeah. Uh, they, it was. Intense. Uh, <laughs> did you see the video of Melissa Ortiz shot of the uh, the Barcelona fan walking around carrying his Messi jersey when it was like 5-2? Five, five oh, no, I didn't see that. And all the fans are throwing beer on him, and he's just walking up the stairs like, give me more, give me more. It's yeah. not like super viral. It's got like 20 million. Send people. me your $10 fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah they Someone won. stole the jersey out of his hands, and he didn't care. He just kept walking up the stairs. Atleti won 7-3. to three. They were up 6-0 at some point. Yeah, it was, sure. It's a friendly, but Zidane was furious. You could clearly mm-hmm. tell. Uh, so I think Atleti's going to like actually try to play this game and win this game. And, and we went to the press conference uh, with the Atleti players, and Diego Simeone seems like... Um, he's like, you put the competition in front of me, I will kill them. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he doesn't care. That, checks, like, that checks out. <laughs> he's this defensive you know, mastermind, right? And he, he all, all his answers seem like he, that he's going to take this game seriously. And mainly that he doesn't want to be scored on, right? So th- I think I don't think... The All Stars are going to score a goal in my. Oh, okay. Opinion. Especially with Godin gone, like they're going to yeah. try to continue to work on their uh, back line. I got one from Mike Thomas here. Uh, uh, so wait, hold on. Uh, I think this question started with where should Nick Romano play. So is the answer that if if they're going to go hard, that we should not give him any minutes? Yeah. No, okay. You got on the team. Who is Andre Blake and uh, Braguzan. Braguzan. Mm-hmm. Let, so them all, let all three of them start. How about, how about Guzan, yeah, start. All three <laughs> they should let us put all three in goal. Give us a shot here. But if it goes to penalties, then you put Romano in. And let him just yes. dive around and make some saves. Yes. Tyler's got the answer. He, he would be the best Didn't penalty. Van Hall did that, right? With Netherlands? He yeah. He switched their goalkeeper did. for mm-hmm. penalties. Yeah, dude. I love that Okay. Tactic. Let's do that. All right. Mike Thomas always Soft. has great questions. Gully Squad member. Shouts to you, Mike Thomas. Uh, what sort of 101 podcast series would the Cooligans host? Ooh. I mean. Would uh, we do extra work? A loud That's one. That's a real question. <laughs> <laughs> It would probably be about sandwiches or pizza. Yeah, <laughs> so be, I feel like it would be like pizza one hundred and one. What about a cut? so one hundred and one is like explain? I'm not doing this just to push to market one hundred and one. Yeah, no, no, one hundred and one is an incredible podcast. Everyone should listen to. Oh, thank you, thank you. And it's like an explainer, right? We explain things like offside and like yeah. what the numbers mean on the back six, eight, ten. It's the official that. mansplain podcast. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys did it. But you guys should well, do actually, it. Alexis. No. <laughs> you guys should do it for comedy. Like uh, an explainer about like how certain things in comedy work. Oh, that would be actually pretty yeah. Good. It would be good. It's I don't know. It's weird. Uh, you know what? For our soccer, fans, how jokes work? Well, for our soccer fans, I think they would be interested. For our comedy peers, they'd be like, "Look at these pieces of shit." Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you to talk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would get so much crap. Really? It. Yeah. Don't you have like enough standing? It's like you've both been working for like a decade, right? But I mean, it's not. It's just the idea of oh, you're the one who's going to explain it. Yeah, like oh, let Dave Chappelle do that. It's not like yeah. you're not good. He's enough. busy. Dave Chappelle's yeah. busy. Actually, he's retiring after his next special. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah I feel like up. I feel like y'all could do. He's fishing with Nick Romando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he has no clue who Nick Romando. <laughs> I think I may end up putting my foot in my mouth here a little bit, but like y- y'all are like I'd pay like, to see that. like Alexis, like when <laughs> when when did, like how old were you when you like first started getting into soccer? Uh, I probably 12, 13. All right. I guess, like, I feel like you all, you all have, like, because we go, like, deep on weird historical things sometimes, and I feel like that's not necessarily what y'all do, but I would, like, 
Actually, I would just enjoy hearing y'all do that. Like, get into some random team from the seventies and how crazy they were. Like the Zaire team in the World Cup. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Like, yeah, like I would, cool. I would, I would listen to y'all break down like the Zaire team and why they were sort of and this. That like, would be great. Historically, but it no would team be involved. Me doing all the research. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Alexis just responding to the fact that I read a book yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then calling them corny for all time. Actually, you know what? If we did do a soccer one on one, it would be the like the most corrupt games, like that game Ooh. where they all just passed to each other so the other team couldn't get in. Yeah, or Diego Maradona. Doing like getting caught doing coke uh-huh. during the game, that kind of stuff is what we would do. Like the gulliest games. You mean like last year? No, remember that time he did the penalties in um he at a charity game and someone oh. ran up to him, gave him a bump as he was celebrating. No, what? It's on YouTube. What he did blow during in a soccer game on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Jeez. Here's a free idea for you guys. Free idea: the gully history of soccer. You just oh go my God. soccer history from start to finish, but just the the gulliest moment. Oh That's like a Chuck Blazer appreciation podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christian, get researching. Yeah, <laughs> all right, Christian, get us an apartment for cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I, I do want y'all to do like the, like the pieces of shit of podcast or pieces of shit of soccer podcast where you're just like yeah, do a whole history of Chuck Blazer. I would enjoy oh, that. Cats in blazers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, this is too good of an idea. <laughs> oh, just a, a, a my uh, commission is reasonable. An other, an other soccer podcast review show where we just trash other people's podcasts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's enough podcasts. Uh, this show hasn't published since 2013. Yeah, yeah. let me. Um, I'm uh, still at the top of the new soccer rank. So. <laughs> I got a, a, a question from Tim Betancourt. Uh, he says, Betancourt. Uh, "Out of the four of you, who is most likely to get nutmeg multiple times in a game?" And I'm going to have to say it's me. Uh, it's clearly me because I've already been nutmeg multiple times in a game. You also have like giraffe legs. You yeah. Know what I yeah. mean, there's just a lot of space in between them. Sure. I got some, you know, very thin calves. I think I'll give you a run for your money. I'm oh, really? susceptible to a nutmeg just because I'm kind of sometimes too aggressive tackling and I open my legs up and sure. there's a chance to pop it through. But I will say this in my defense. I sometimes get nutmegged, but not fully nutmegged. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I'll end up opening you my foul legs. them before they can get the ball. I mean, yeah, kind of. Like the ball will go through my legs. I'm like, nope, nope. That, yeah. This is not happening. Oh. I'm either going to step across you or you've given me the ball. Like, yeah. You turn around quick enough. You got the ball. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate you being self-deprecating, but the truth is that you're very smart at knowing when a person is trying to nutmeg you. Like I, I, I not that I'm particularly skillful, but I, I have difficulty doing it because you know that I will look for it. Like in and, the office and, or in a game? Oh no, in a game. Like you, oh, yeah. you, you, there have been times when we've done pickup where you will like bait the nutmeg and then I'll go for <laughs> it, but you like just close really fast and take the ball that away. That is a trick. If you know people are really looking for yep. nutmeg, you can open it up a little yeah. bit. Okay. Like, oh, there's the window, and then the window closes. Yeah. 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 I think Taylor gets too aggressive if you get nutmegged once or twice. I've seen you play. You'd be like, that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would definitely yeah. sweep a leg. And yeah. Meanwhile, I don't play at all, but I am on the sideline, spread eagle on my back. So <laughs> I, w- I will say, my like my most like humiliating <laughs> soccer moment was a guy megged uh, me, and he was like talking trash, and I was like, "You won't, you can't do that again." Yeah. And he like just squared up and did it again. It was so yeah, bad. Really? It was really bad. I was <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, "That didn't work for me." I played in uh, Cal Martino's uh, Street FC. That guy's dead oh. now. Oh. All right, so but uh, uh, who showed up? Aleko Eskandarian showed up. So I never, you know, I I thought it was going to be like a fun, like you know, a we bunch went of after amateurs. The He's like, I'll just swing by after the podcast. Yeah, just uh, you know, have a little kickabout. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I didn't realize it was like former MLS pros yeah, yeah. playing in this. So I'm like, let me hop on, and I'm trying to defend 
Aleko, Escondido, oh, DC United and yeah. LA Galaxy, uh-huh. and he nutmegged me twice, and, and he's forever my enemy. Again, it sounds, it sounds <laughs> like you're crying. I haven't, it really does. I haven't forgiven him. He broke me. He's the reason the voice is gone. Every time I see him, I remind him that he, he's on my shit list. <laughs> and he's like, who are you again? Danielle, Danielle's and uh, Daniela fave. I yeah, mean, yeah, she's she, the best. She's, she's uh, on both parts. Look at that. Yeah. She's our fave. But she said the same thing in the last one. Uh, no question. Uh, but please have Terrell, uh, Taylor or Daryl. Please do the intro again. I about died laughing last time, and we did it. So. That's the oh, second yeah. time you've combined that name. I know. I keep doing it in my head. But it's, it, it, we usually get. Uh, Terrell. That's what he just did. did. Yeah, yeah. But I think earlier he, he said like he said Taylor. I think. Yeah, yeah that was that was we a new get one. It. I'm not smart. Let's move on. <laughs> I just like our celebrity couple names. Yeah, That's. It's good to know. Right. Kevin Brothers. Okay, go for uh, it. Kevin Brothers has a great question. Sounders uh, fan. Great dude. Great dude. Uh, was a control air traffic control. He's he's a fine dude. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Every time he hangs out with us, he gets he smashes. So, shouts to you, Kevin Brothers. Uh, how do they feel about MLS banning the iron front flag from matches? Against it, like yeah. you got to pick a side, and you're either with the Nazis or you're against the Nazis. Yeah, I, I'm against the Nazis. I, I think the, this one especially frustrates me because I feel like wait, it, let's it's, give a little background. Yeah, MLS yeah, swears please. that they want to be anti-political, so yeah, uh, apolitical, yeah. apolitical. So. It doesn't matter what side you're representing. It's not allowed during a game. But this bleeds over to a lot of cultural stuff, mm-hmm. like the rainbow flag, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, anti-fascism flag, or what all welcome anything that's remotely tied to something that's somewhat political. MLS is taking a stance that it's not allowed. Yep. So now something as overwhelmingly positive, you would assume, as the people who fought against Nazis um, and were anti-Nazi, their flag, which is a circle with three arrows. In a, in a diagonal pointing down mm-hmm. um, that has now been banned yeah and just to give a bit of history on this that literally I read a Wikipedia article so that's the extent of my knowledge but the right. Iron Front was the original like anti-Nazi group in the 30s in Germany that's what I'm talking about literally yeah. against the rise of the original Nazi party they were on the right side of history right yeah. and so now that's been banned so I mean I'm I'm all for if you say you're apolitical to be apolitical I don't, I mean, as much as I'm completely against banning something like this, because I agree with uh, the Iron Front flag, um, maybe that's just a touch, too, in the political world, I guess, for them, and it makes sense for them to ban it. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming this has something to do with sponsors, like everything else. My thing that pisses me off is, like, the rainbow flag. Things that are inclusive. Yeah. That's, that should never be banned. Um, things that are, like, if you're allowing players to wear that on their back one week out of the year to help sell jerseys, then you should allow people to, to display that, especially supporters. Supporters cultures, you display what you believe. Yeah. Uh, things that are saying like, you know, refugees welcome, all are welcome. That's, that to me, that's a no-go if you ban that. I, I, I feel like the, the only thing, I could, uh, the only reason I can think of why to ban it is is to sort of not, not allow, um, uh, you know, not allow the opposing groups to also show up and confront these people. What? Yeah, I, that report, makes sense. But I think it's just like if you have. Sorry, I interrupted you, Christian. No, but my main thing is, I you know, I think like you said, it's it's the right side of history. I I would say let this, uh, you know, stance uh, flourish because it, it's it, it's not going to be kept out of soccer for very long. You yeah. know, we, we see it in other countries where political groups and, and all, very alt right, very right wing. Uh, it's a big issue in a lot of other countries and a lot of yeah. other leagues. We can we can be on the right side of history and yeah. let these uh, a bit more liberal, uh, uh, more free thinking uh, groups kind of flourish a little bit more. I agree because we're in dangerous times. Like this, not to get too serious, but I think we're in dangerous times where things are drifting like dangerously 
right? And yeah. you either, if you're like, if MLS essentially wants to just absolve themselves of any political responsibility, oh, we're just not getting involved in that, then you're essentially um, letting it happen. Right? It's, it's, you, it's, it's worse like, than that, be though. Be brave. Be brave and take a stand. Yeah. I think that's my frustration with it. Like, like to go back to like the, the initial thing is like, but it, it frustrates me because it's just an easy way to be like, oh, we have a policy, and so yeah. no. It's like it's like you're basically not taking a stance by taking a stance. And, and like saying not a problem. Like I'm sure it will be. Yeah. You're taking yeah. a stance. And if the Nazis take over, we'll still. I, I think you said the end. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> like, but but I think that's 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 what frustrates me. It's like it's basically MLS being like, we don't want to have to deal with any of that, so everything is is not allowed. Yeah, but it, but it's it's the, cowardly. It, it's cowardly. But it's it's like creating a rule to then be able to exist behind that rule of like, oh, sorry, we made this rule that says there can't be anything political so there can't be anything like it's basically them creating a system that they can then like absolves them of any responsibility when it comes to dealing with stuff because a lot of people don't know what it's not like it said like trump sucks or anything which he does but like it like that it's it's the three arrows right it's like it's yeah. it's not a violent flag it's not inciting inciting violence it's not even attacking people it's a symbol and yeah, like if people want to go of, look it up they can but for mls yeah. to then be like well it's a slippery slope it's like it's not really like at yeah. some point yeah. you kind of got to be learn like learn to balance how about yeah. that yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Some, some, some symbols <laughs> yeah. are better than others yeah, yeah. I, yeah. John, John Oliver I think said it like my, my favorite summary of it was because it always goes to the like well where does it stop where does it stop like how like and, and John Oliver's answer to that is always somewhere it stops somewhere <laughs> like it's you, if you want to go down that road you can go down that road yeah, but I, I feel agree like with that. to me that's what upsets me about this is this is a dog whistle to everyone on the other side they look at it as like oh it's a victory for us yeah. that they're not allowed to fly that mm-hmm. flag and I think it, it takes too many of those situations for people to understand oh we fucked up by not picking a side pick a side you have mm-hmm. to and there's, there seems to only be one option as far as I'm concerned yep. so pick the correct side I pick a side choose wolves and anti-Nazis yeah okay. there you good, go good pair good pair <laughs> both of those together in a group would be dope just a bunch yep. of wolves and anti-Nazis <laughs> George Mendes runs the whole yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. alright uh, next up this is from uh, Andrew Johnson He, uh, uh, this is a good question he says um, what player from ni- 90s European football who never played in MLS do you wish had played in the US at least one season Bird Gaza he oh. did you did you did you say, see his nomination? Yeah, his he, nomination is solid. He said, "My vote is Vinnie Jones." <laughs> That's a good. Why well, well, know, well, know from movies? Yes, right? exactly. I do feel like if you watch Vinnie Jones play, it would be slightly disappointing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you have the image of him from the movies, like Big Chris in the leather jacket and all that. And he was really just a like a so-so midfielder who crushed yeah. Paul Gascoigne's testicles. He sure did. His career, that photo is his yeah. legacy. Yeah, but like it's not like he did that every week. You know what I'm saying? And that's a real shame. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> that was next. In line. Well, they should do. They could have got Vinnie Jones in, but given him the Zlatan treatment, where you're allowed to do anything. Yeah. Well, you can injure players, and we just don't punish you. Then, you, got, then you could let Vinnie Jones run. Then you to do that with Cantona. Jesus. <laughs> um, I think Burkamp. I think he would have just to watching him play against at that. Here's era. the problem. Are you about to say the problem? I'll let you say. It. He, he hates to fly. He's afraid of flying, so he would he have to fly everywhere. Like, oh yeah. wow! He won't yeah. fly. Really? Yeah. yeah. So he'd be playing like he'd only Hold play. On, B.A. Baracus reference. <laughs> That's to you, uh, Mr. T reference. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah! I didn't know that made it to it. That might be a new show in England right now. <laughs> but just, isn't it Aaron? Yeah. Isn't it like Brian Regan, the uh, the comedian who like yeah, yeah. Dra- travels on bus because he doesn't like to fly? So maybe that could be Burkham. Burkham could just travel from soccer city to soccer city. He just city. got divorced, but he used to have put his whole family on the bus and go on the road for two or three months. Mm. This huge, huge, uh, you know, uh, touring trailer. There um, we go. That could work. Wow. 
Wow, bird camp doesn't like to fly. Yeah, yeah that's totally the United States, right? Dude, we, so we're going, up. Like, we're going like early nineties. Is that basically where we are? Early nineties. Because I feel like like I, Lineker could redeem himself for uh, <laughs> for having it. Where did he uh, poop himself? Was that ninety in the World Cup in nineteen ninety? Yeah. Uh, it was in ninety four, right? Right. Uh, oh yeah, you no, guys, you guys right there. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, yeah. So he could come here and do that. I would, I wouldn't mind if Lineker uh, scored goals and then you know pooped yeah. on some fields. That'd be cool. <laughs> Baggio, Baggio, Ooh, that's the answer. That's my answer. Baggio I steal that. Why did not Gaza? I think it should be. I think it should be Baggio. Just gonna say that. Yo, we hate. Nobody respect the English dog. Collectively, we all hate that. Good. I'm glad we finally got that. This like this is gonna be also he re- would be, die. You know how much alcohol. That's there is literally what I was about to say. This is like a huge bummer. But like you know the stories about Chris Farley, where it was like he was sitting with people and somebody would come up and be like, "Hey man, like let's go do blow," and he'd be like, "Okay." Like and his friends were like, "No, you're going to die. Like please stop doing that. Please stop offering him stuff." Yeah. Gaza, I feel like would just people would keep buying him drinks and keep buying him drinks, and it would be a problem. Yeah, he'd be a legend, but you <laughs> yeah, know, <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> all right, we have a. Uh, 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 I mean, we don't have too much time. Maybe we'll do two, three more questions and, and, and wrap this we up. Have too much time. We'll just do the rest of it. We have all the time you need. Okay. Um, uh, Patrick Delaney asked thoughts on Alex Mendez going to Ajax. Pro. Okay. First thing I saw when I woke up this morning, I uh, checked Twitter and I saw a photo of Alex Mendez signing a piece of paper and Ajax were like, welcome or something. And I did a little celebration in my bed. A little <laughs> fist bump. Like, yeah. Can you explain really quickly? Because I often forget. What's the rule with signing young foreign players? In the Netherlands, oh, in the Netherlands, it's you have to pay them a certain salary, right? Right. So he's he was only apparently he was only earning like like a thousand a month, a thousand euros a month at Freiburg mm-hmm. where he was. I see Freiburg, yeah. If he signed for Ajax, this means he hasn't got a European passport, right? So it means that he must be paid. I don't know what the number is. It's something like four hundred thousand a year or yeah. something. He's getting paid a decent salary. Oh, wow. So that means that they've properly said like, all right, this is a guy that we're very interested in. Oh, yeah. that's good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, so that's that's for those reasons what Daryl just said, that's yeah. why I'm excited about because it, it means he's going to a place where they like have definitely watched him yeah. and have decided he is worth the investment. Is he more of a winger or more of a midfielder? Midfielder, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's like a playmaker, controls the game, number 10 kind of guy. That's yeah. awesome. I've Perfect seen, passing, beautiful passing. I've seen his pass. I've seen his highlight clips. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's going to play for Young Ajax probably, right? Which is where yep. Sergino Des played last year. So he's probably going to play in the second tier of Dutch football, which is semi-competitive, but it's definitely better than USL where he was playing yeah. and better than Freiburg U19s, right? Yeah. So Young Ajax for Alex Mendes. And getting I mean, paid some money. Ajax yeah. is to, a hell of a place to develop. I mean, yeah, exactly. Especially yeah. if you're a good passer and you're a good technical player. Right, and they'll give you a great. chance. They'll give yeah. you a chance, yeah. All right, uh, next up. if uh, This is from Mr. O at, at Academic uh, Ickery. Anyway, he says, uh, if TSS podcast guests played Cooligans podcast guests, who would win? Cooligans. Yeah, you guys have had more yeah. high-profile players. I think so. Yeah, we had Giuseppe Rossi on. So. Giuseppe Rossi, yeah. I think. Yeah, would yeah be... he'd tear his ACL. On the way to go get pork roll. <laughs> <laughs> but you all, have, you all have a guest a week, right? Or thereabouts? We try our best. Yeah. We try our best. And so I feel, I mean, like, we have people intermittently. If it was if it was in-studio guests, we'd be in real trouble. Because <laughs> 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 you two would be on our team, I think. <laughs> Jason Davis might be in there. I'm not sure who else yeah. has been in the studio. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think you all you all probably have have had more guests on so yeah. your squad is yeah, probably Jimmy a little Jones, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Krieger. yeah oh yeah yeah well, our, 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 our like starting 11 would, would like literally just demolish <laughs> yeah. you know uh, who would be, Jason be, Davis Jason. <laughs> <laughs> <Y'all done. laughs> 
Okay, Adam Snavely. I don't know how much. I don't know. He was like, I'm just going to sit in a lawn chair out here. That'd be good. Yeah, like we'd have to go deep into like the like games we've been to Rolodex of like, well, we we did get to like I I got to ask I don't know like oh, yeah. who, like the random people we got to ask questions to oh, yeah, that we could like, pull mix, out mix zone questions. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's the question. Oh, you, you oh, might okay. win that. You All right, win. now we've got. A have you guys bit. been in mix zones? So if yeah, you're not, yeah, we, not, not many. Not, not many. We had though. Dax. We had uh, um, Stephen Fry. We had uh, what's his name? Bastian Schweinsteiger. Kellen Acosta. Oh, we, we, so, it's competitive now oh that was for different it wasn't for TSS that was what I was about yeah, to say I thought to Gattuso but that was for a different thing not oh, for the okay. show he, so he's never been on the show oh, right. and if he had been he'd just be silent and angry and staring at me so I don't know if that's what <laughs> thing right, we so want Kudigans win yeah y'all we, win okay, we good. concede, we it, concede. It, is, it is competitive though based on some of those uh, uh, last question this is from uh, Gehatura uh, who's I, I've seen him a bunch he's a, a, a fan he says Joseph Martinez said in an interview today uh, he doesn't like to watch soccer. Since Alexis is a lord of the pizza world, uh, does that mean he can't listen to pizza critics? So in order for me it's to be good question. at pizza, <laughs> I can't listen uh, to pizza critics? Uh, well, uh, I don't because pizza critics don't know anything about pizza. Aren't you a pizza critic? Uh, no, I'm a pizza. You're, you're, I'm, 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 str- I'm struggling with this analogy because it, wouldn't it be like you don't like eat I think pizza what he's aside like, from when you're I think reviewing what he's pizza. Is Joseph Martinez is so good at soccer yet he doesn't watch. Right, Alexis, you're so good at pizza. Is it you don't listen to the critics? That, that could, would be. But, the but, but what I'm saying is, but wouldn't pizza. it make more sense to be like Alexis? You're so good at pizza that you are really good at reviewing pizza, but you don't like pizza. If he doesn't like watching soccer, which, oh, yeah. like that's where I'm confused with this analogy. So, can we hear the question one more time? Yeah. I'm so, very confused. By that. Since Alexis is a lord of the pizza world, does that mean that he can't listen to pizza critics? So I think. If I was to rephrase the question, it would probably be like, "Can you watch a show about pizza or something like that?" No, it's very different. Chicago pizza? You don't you don't watch that one? You know what? I don't mind Ben Tamerson. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna go off the rails here. Oh no, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm just making more of the joke that like I didn't realize. I was talking to David Gass yesterday. I didn't realize that there are three different like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, or whatever, and Chicago yeah. Emergency, or like so. Yeah, we we'll just had Chicago Pizza to the list of <laughs> Chicago well, like, shows that you could watch. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> there we go. Perfect. I can't watch. I can't watch. Um, Shows about stand up. I, I, oh, can't, I can't do it. Like, it's, it's crashing. You yeah, crashing. Yeah. I mean, I. The level Holmes, of great reality, dude. There's yeah. ridiculous. There's none. It's, just, it was just, it's not for stand up. You guys comics. didn't get to live with Bill Burr for a couple nights? Yeah, that never yeah, happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, I remember my third weekend. It was just me and Ari, Ari Lang. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what would you say is, is the most, like, this is a weirder one, but like, what is the most realistic depiction you think of stand up comedy? Um, or of comedy in general? Like a show? I don't know, because like I've heard that like like funny people, well, despite being two different movies, oh, is like a, like the Adam Sandler, yeah, um, yeah, yeah that like that. the first half of that is is like a decent representation of like basically who Adam Sandler is. That it's like a comic who succeeded, but now got too big and kind of doesn't like like being a comic anymore. Yeah, but I'm, I'm wondering if there are other ones that y'all do enjoy. I think that is a good representation. I'm trying to think of. Um... Well, there's a couple um, uh, books that are amazing that capture oh, yeah? the experience. So. Um, no, everyone watch TV. I think, I think the, <laughs> the movie, the movie, the comedian, which is more of like a bit of a documentary about yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Um, that's, oh, on, yeah. that's that's on YouTube. That is as close as I've ever seen anything <laughs> to being like here's well, was, the life. It's was just it Orny Adams? Is that yeah, the other? One? Adams, you ready to laugh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the stool and uses it as a phone. Jesus Christ! Uh, that guy's still selling out rooms. Um, but like that, the idea of this like incessant need to get the joke right. Like yeah. that, yeah. that never. Why don't you guys have that? 
You know, because I just don't care. I'm too busy talking about pizza. <laughs> Listeners, Daryl has fallen back. Yeah. And he made him literally holding his side. Made himself I, feel like I feel like I got that joke right. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin uh, wrote a great book mm-hmm. about comedy and his career. Uh, I think it's called Standing Up. If I'm oh, I read up. that. I read yeah. that. Great book yeah. and captures what the experience of, well, you know, kind of, the, I would say uh, a lot of these shows probably don't really capture the depression uh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, and trying your best at something or trying to figure it out, it failing a lot, uh, those kind of experience. And then also the, a lot of your peers, and this is the thing in comedy we deal with a lot. There's a lot of people that use drugs. There's uh, uh, alcoholics. Uh, people also suffer from a lot of depression. And mental it's like health issues. Mental, so you have to like kind of navigate. Like, are we coworkers? Are we friends? It's yeah, like, it's a very blurred line of like. Yeah, you don't work for like the comedy corporation. Exactly. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no one telling you what to do or when to do it. So uh-huh. it's kind of like you make up your own rules as you go along. But that said, I think uh, the comedian gives you a really good idea of what like that feverish need to get on stage is like. Yeah. And that's really, like I, you know, for all intents and purposes, on the show Louie, there was a woman who uh, heckled and he kind of really went at her and he said, one of the things he said, he goes, I literally wait all day for these 15 minutes and you are ruining it. Yeah. And I can't explain to you how true that was. It's like, we literally sit all day, breakfast, lunch, whatever, driving, sitting at a home, on a subway. All we think about is what we're going to do that night. What, what are we going to say when we get that microphone? Yeah. And when you get up there, that's all that matters. And then yeah. as soon as you get off, that depression hits right away. You're like, oh, God, I, I, I wish I could do that again. And, you know, blah, blah. And then that's why people turn to a lot of those things. So I think the comedian does a great job of explaining that. Yeah. Does, it, does it help to have, like, the Cooligans as a whole separate, like, yes. non-standard Very thing much. that you it's can change? It's changed our lives. And, yeah. like, and just even personally, uh, it, g- it gives me this sense of purpose. Yeah. And, I, and I still get to do something comedic that's not specifically stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it gives me uh, a thing that is, uh, you know, th- this is... Comedically, this is the first thing we've done that has reached so many people that are consistently like, we love what you do. Please keep doing this. But it's also like right in our wheelhouse. We both love soccer. We both love yeah. being funny or at least attempting to. And I think this is a good avenue for us. But also it's like it lets us focus on something else during the day. It lets us sort of – it gives us, you know, like a ball of yarn for a cat. You know, it keeps us busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And I think that, that for me it's, it's nice to have this thing that I could turn to and be like, oh, I have to send an email for this or I have to go do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like I have to think about what and I'm going to do. I won't do it, but maybe Christian will do yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Christian did it already. So I guess I'll just continue to play video games. Uh, another, another great book, Comedy at the Edge, which is about um, the comedy store and Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore. I'm Dying yeah. Up Here was also another great book. Uh, Mitzi, Say that again? I'm Dying Up Here. Okay. Uh, Mitzi Shore is um, Pauly Shore's mother. Yeah. And she ran the That's comedy right. store. Yeah. Year. She passed away, I believe, last year. Yeah. Um, I really know about her through the Mark Maron podcast. Okay. Yeah, so many conversations with people about She's her. She's beloved yeah. and yeah. also feared. Yeah, so, uh, uh, but that's another great book. And it's, that's a good thing to be. The, good height, the height of the popularity of stand-up comedy in the 70s and 80s. Uh, and, and it, but it captures those experiences as well. Right. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, I can't right. talk anymore, guys. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get some Colombian food in here. All right, let's do it. Thank you so much uh, for listening, uh, everybody. Uh, we appreciate you. The, again, listen to part one. Just going uh, to get food now. TSS, <laughs> the Total Soccer Show podcast, if you want to hear some other questions that, that we had taken. Uh, With so, a little less swearing and sexual innuendos. <laughs> just a tad. Uh, <laughs> Did you swear once in that? Do I have to edit that out? 
I did not swear. You didn't? Okay. I, I swear. Said, I said dead ass. I don't know if that's something. No, nah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I think I got an F-bomb from Christian, but I wasn't sure what it was. No, I did. I said, um, I called, uh, I said, I, I let go Escondero into my shit list, but that was on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've said it twice, yeah. so he knows for sure. Oh, he knows. He carved it into his bedpost when he left the house. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. This so, has been absolutely amazing. Another crossover episode with TSS. Yes. Yeah, shit so, for cockballs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with that said, for Daryl Grove, for Taylor Rockwell, my name is Christian Polanco. And my name is Alexis Herrera. <laughs> and together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cool I can't believe you did it. <laughs> <laughs>